Okay, everyone, welcome to episode 41 of Twin Cities Trekkies. I am Wes. And I'm Kenzie. And today we're going to talk about the Star Trek Strange New Worlds teaser trailer. Um, this came out on March the 9th, so roughly about two weeks ago. And uh, we're, we're just going to, we've given you time to watch it, watch it again, watch it again, watch it again, <laughs> watch it how many ever times you want to watch it. <laughs> And we're just going to talk about what we saw and stuff like that in this teaser trailer and what we think could happen, um, stuff like that. So to get in touch with us, it is simple. Send us an email at tctrekkiespodcast at gmail.com. You can send us an email of what you thought of the trailer or anything else you'd like to say about Strange New Worlds. It's our second episode talking about Strange New Worlds. I just realized that because we yep. just did one back in we did one back in May of 2021, I think. A or April of 2021. Oh, in March of 2021, yeah. I should say. We did one about a year ago. Um, and stuff like that. Uh, we can find us on Facebook and Instagram. The handle is TC Trekkies Pod. And if you want to leave us a voice message with anything you'd like to say, just go to anchor.fm slash Twin Cities Trekkies and hit that little message button and enable your microphone so you can record your voice. Uh, granted, if you want to leave us a... Yeah, if, but if it's totally silent, we won't know what you're going to say. <laughs> um, stuff like that. <laughs> but just keep in mind that any feedback you do leave, vocal or written, may be featured in a future episode of Twin Cities Trekkies. Star Trek Strange New World Season 1 trailer. About um, time. <laughs> yes, cutting it, very cutting much. It, not, not cutting close necessarily, but it definitely, like just a couple months before being released, definitely kept it very quiet. You know, I think about Picard where people were like dropping, you know, screenshots. There's like kept captures from on set. They were noticing like, like leaked photos of uh, like the progress in which they were developing the show and we'd see a lot of like images and commentary but Stranger Worlds stayed kind of quiet where I'm, I was very surprised at how how quiet things yes. were yeah so they started they filmed this last they started filming this last February um started filming this um season one of Stranger Worlds um they're probably as we speak filming season two uh, of Stranger Worlds, um, we found out we they had a COVID pause like they did for Discovery. Um, around, around about the same time, it was around about the same time where uh, both Discovery and Strange New Worlds had a COVID pause. But unlike Discovery, where they had a two week pause in the middle of their fourth season of production, Strange New Worlds did have a COVID pause, but they didn't have to shut down production. So that was unlike that was different in terms of their COVID area, but uh, yeah. So we're gonna get a whole bunch of new directors for season one, not including Jonathan Frakes, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but it, it's interesting. Um, I know that 
the, the trailer has been somewhat, uh, I mean, after the whole debacle regarding the Investor Day event, um, back in early February, they had the Strange New Worlds trailer that was ended up being a mistake and was leaked out uh, yeah. with screenshots and Paramount Global said, okay, you got to take those down and stuff like that. And they were all claimed and some of them got suspended. Some of the Twitter accounts got suspended, like Trek Central. Um, they came back a few days later saying like, okay, if we took them down, they can, they can, we could be restored. And that's what they did. Um, they just got to say that, um, that they signed a non-disclosure agreement <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so an NDA. So that's pretty much what happened with them. But yes, we finally have gotten footage from this trailer. That's some of it has been has been you know was in other advertisements for Paramount actually. Yeah. Like, I, I know at the Investor Day event they had revealed about Paramount Plus and being the home of Star Trek. Some of those like it had the Enterprise, you know, uh, transporter room and stuff like that, and some of that. But some of that showed show, showed up in the Strange New Worlds trailer. And stuff like that, um, including like, man, we saw the Enterprise for the first time since Discovery season two. Um, saw that. Um, it's still the same Enterprise, by the way. Still the same redesign. Um, I mean, granted, I hope by the end of the Stranger World series that we get to the way it looked like in the original series, but you never yeah. know. But um, I would hope I mean, they that's... do that. That's one of my favorite. It's so satisfying when shows actually commit to that. Like I love that with Star Wars, um, with the the story behind like getting the plans for the Death Star. Uh, that one they they just perfectly captured the style of the original Star Wars movies. I mean, it was amazing. Like I that was one of the things that was just so like just brain satisfying was watching that and actually seeing the this style aesthetically captured and i hope that with this they will end up where the original series does yes and i have a feeling i we already know how this is going to end we all know it i always like stories i mean i that's why i appreciate it because it's easy for people to get hooked because they know what they're signing up for and i think that can be nice for some people if they're not wondering where this is going to spiral out and end up. Like sometimes I can give people a little bit of anxiety of the unknown. And it's like, well, here's a show where you know how it's going to end up, but you get to see a lot of like buildup into the character development of people that we do know a little bit, but there's still a lot to be told about them. Yes. Especially with Christopher Fike and especially with number one, because those too for sure you know yeah. pike has been somewhat fleshed out a little bit with regarding how his the end of his story is mm-hmm. and a little bit with the with the pilot and, and with the pilot the cage and stuff like that but um um we don't know a very much about his captaining style we don't after we knew about a little bit of his captaining style in the cage but not very fully i should say you know being the explorer that he is and stuff like that, you know. I mean, granted, we we open on that trailer on a on a uh, winter like planet. I mean, granted, it could be um, anywhere, and you it could be where they were filming in Canada, but mm-hmm. you know, but definitely um, 
it's winter time apparently and yeah. he's in this cat Christopher Pike's in this cabin apparently living the cowboy life I don't know yeah. in, a, in a, living the cowboy life because you know he did mention that and it, it's actually a harken back to the first pilot I mean and he's talking about horses and you know he was living on a in a in a in a place where 50 miles of parkland around it that's what he said no I mean <laughs> But stuff like that. He said he had two horses and stuff like that. That came back, obviously, and you know that's coming back. And apparently, someone's calling him to rejoin Starfleet or something like that. Maybe he's like contemplating something because he's bearded, he has long hair, and <laughs> he looks like exactly like he like Anson Mount did in um, Hell on Wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen that show, but he looks like exactly like he did in that show. So. Um, so it may have, uh, so he's long hair, he's bearded, and you know he's somewhat like removed from Starfleet, kind of like Picard did. I mean, we don't know why. First of all, there's no context of why he's like that. I mean, granted, it could be after the Discovery season two, Discovery season two, where he's probably still contemplating that fate he saw in that episode where he got the time crystal and he found out how he was supposed to be yeah so you know it could be he's affected by it beeps yep pretty much i mean that scene is still scary even today um Mm -hmm. yeah so um definitely regarding that uh we don't know very much about it but someone and something comes on his communicator going we need you back captain and he's like, ignoring um, like it, obviously, and that's a big thing. Like, it feels like something happened where he is resistant to the Federation or what his yeah. future is with it. That he's like ignoring his communicator and kind of li- seems like he's living off grid. You see very old tech, but like, oh, right next to the communicators and mortar and pestle. It's like, do we even need things like that? We have replicators, man. <laughs> but you know, obviously it's like you're living off the grid or it seems like you're living a life that is your own away from the Federation. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what that does and stuff like that. We also see a lot more visual effects from this series, including like this, um, including um, a monologue by Una Chin Riley um, about the uh, science fiction and stuff like that. And a lot of people were saying on social media when they were watching it, going like, is that more of like a metaphor for, you know, telling the audience that um, we're coming back to the way things were regarding Star Trek? Um, mm-hmm. like classic science fiction e kind of concepts and stuff like that. And I don't know. Uh, I've heard a lot of people compare it to like, you know, say like, this is like she's talking to the audience saying like come come to us pretty much watch us because we will be back we we want we're, we'll be the star trek that you want yeah kind of like it, it, it was pretty much like that um i've seen a lot of people saying like saying, saying that and i'm going like that's okay with me i mean yeah i mean i that's I'm fine, fine with, with me. An, um, a planet of the week episodic vibe to break up the more uh internal serialized. serialized of the serialized um shows that are happening right now where it's like yeah. I, I get i like the complexity that's added with new track i like there's a lot more self-reflection and inward development 
But there's also something to be said about just the very like retro future style of like old sci-fi of like looking things are simple. We're looking to the future. And that's that's how we're choosing to be. Like we look forward, put aside our grievances and personal things to do what we're supposed to do. And that's kind of the vibe of the original series that I think sometimes it's just really nice that I hope that I hope this one will capture with that. Like it just feel good. It feels good to put on sometimes and just watch and enjoy each episode as its own standalone thing. And I hope. It's yes. Just like- and, yes. And I hope that'll be the same way. I hope it will be like that. Um, you know, it, you know, especially since, most of the planet is hurting in some way, see a fashion this time around. This, 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 uh, when this show is being made with the pandemic, what's happening in Ukraine, and where else is helping in, in the world? Where, where else in the world is people are suffering and hurting? Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be, I hope it will return us all to like the, uh, um, I mean, give a sense of escapism, I think, mm-hmm. um, which. Sometimes when I know, um, sometimes with regarding like hard news that's going on in the world, maybe it was, I mean, when the invasion of Ukraine happened, um, I was feeling, you know, like I really should watch Star Trek uh, and stuff like that. I really should watch like old Star Trek and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I like the Kurtzman era, but then I mm-hmm. also want to watch like something that's like making me feel better about my view of humanity mm-hmm. and i i'm hoping that uh when stranger worlds comes in may that uh it will be just like that you know i can if something were something terrible were to happen then i can just turn on strange new worlds and i would feel better yeah so and and i hope that's i hope that will be the case um especially seeing this trailer and stuff like that and i thought Okay, this is this is good. I can't wait to watch more. And this is just a teaser trailer. So yeah, I'm hoping another full fleshed out trailer will happen beforehand. Oh yeah, I'm sure it will be. I think I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're probably planning the first contact day again. Um, Who knows? We'll probably get a more in depth trailer then. I hope Mm -hmm. Um, because that's what happened with. Like that's when we got the teaser trailer for Picard last year was at start at first contact day. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we got a full one back in June of 2021. But I have a feeling that we're probably going to get it sooner rather than later because we are approaching less than two months away from the premiere. So uh, I have a feeling it's going to be, I think once after discovery is over with, which is after this recording, which is just March 13th. So the season finale is March 17th and uh, March 17th. Um, so uh, after that, March 17th, we'll probably get more and more about strange new worlds because Picard will be by itself. And that will be only Star Trek until the May 5th when strange new worlds premieres. So, yeah, um, I think probably be a lot more, more material. I mean, because yeah. I had serious doubts. I had I had doubts. I personally had doubts that it would actually premiere on May fifth. I actually did have not very yeah very many doubts. About I it. did I did too because I'm like we haven't heard anything. I have a feeling they're going to announce a delay. Like I just figured that would happen at some point, but nothing and ever happened. <laughs> no, no. 
Not at all. And, you know, it's it's crazy that we're getting this trailer pretty much right away. And, you know, I think probably going to get a big bang boom of promotional material for Strange New Worlds, um, especially once it gets closer uh, and stuff like that. I mean, granted, I think the first contact day will be on the 30-day deadline before it gets uh, there. So, May, April 5th. So, you never know. I have a feeling we're going to get a full trailer by then. And then we'll probably come up with a predictions episode for this podcast based on that yeah. trailer. Because we can't really do a predictions episode right now because yeah. it's, only like a te- it's only a teaser trailer. And not much has been shown outside of that trailer and other things as well regarding certain aspects of the show. Like um, they did mention um, at the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour that that Laan Nguyen Singh is actually a relative of Khan. Um, Union Singh, Chris, played by Christine, Christina Chong. Um, that's a relative of Khan. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one thing that we finally got the reveal about. But but everyone had speculated that for months on end yeah. beforehand. It's like, is she related to Khan? Well, it was confirmed. So, yep. yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yep, she is. And then, you know, I'm looking forward to hearing more. I mean, I mean, once the series begins and stuff like that, I'm looking forward to getting more um, fleshed out uh, stories for uh, definitely for Una, but definitely mm-hmm. for the rest of the supporting cast, especially uh, for Uhura and Christine Chapel and um, yeah, and Benga. So because these are characters. I mean, granted, we don't know. We didn't know much about. Uhura prior to the original series. He didn't know anything about her. <laughs> I mean, so we didn't know that she was on the Enterprise before Kirk. Yeah. So and even in the other series, like new new Star Trek movies, she's very quiet. Like she won't even tell people her first name. She like, I mean, just very like very quiet about her <laughs> past. So we don't know a lot about her. Either for her own protection yeah. or just just doesn't want people to know. Yeah, exactly. And we knew about a little bit about Christine Chappell's backstory in the original series. Like she was engaged to be married to uh, Dr. Roger Corby and some of that, who was an who was like an android uh, scientist and stuff like that. We knew that, but that's all we knew about her. Mm -hmm. It was revealed very early on in the original series that she was engaged to be married to Dr. Roger Corby. I don't know if that's going to be a name drop or we'll actually see Dr. Corby again. Um, I don't know. Uh, that'd be interesting to see if it does, um, especially that. But the one thing I really want is a shouty Spock. Um, yes. Or for Strange New World. That's all I want. I want a shouty Spock because during that era, you know, we didn't know anything about Spock because you know, we had – because during the pilot, he's shouty, he's barking out orders, and you know, and it's, and then he was not the cool, calm, logical Vulcan that became the character that we all know. Yeah, that happened. That happened in the transition between the first and second pilots. So, uh, and stuff like that. So, where where does it diverge? Where where does it be, where does he become? Uh, the cool, calm Vulcan self that he becomes later mm-hmm. on that we all know. So, 
that. So I'm looking forward to seeing that, the transition to the shouty barking out orders, you know, and <laughs> screaming, the women! Um, but <laughs> definitely get into that cool, calm, logical self that he eventually becomes. Yeah. Um, I, so, I appreciate I mean, that dimension, too, too, because it's like you don't get to see a lot of his human side when when he's playing himself in any of the series so that's sort of a human side we get to see yeah it'd be interesting to see that and also yeah i mean like i said we all know how the story ends we yeah. all know when, it, when, it, when it's like i think it's gonna be like this computer transfer command codes to captain james g kirk and yep. there you go and then enterprise flies off and <laughs> and stuff like that so but, you know, I don't know about this, but I don't know if they're going to be doing a voiceover for the title sequence like they did for The Next Generation and the original series. I don't know, but that would be interesting if they do it again. Uh, I mean... I would dig it. I, I I would dig it, too. I mean, granted, it would be Anson Mount who would be saying it, but um, I'd, be, I'd dig it, too. I mean, I... I'm looking forward. That's the one thing I'm actually looking forward to seeing is the title sequence for. Strange I want to see. Yeah, I want to see how much they really try to play up the like. They've had so much success with uh, recounting the original series aesthetics. Like, I just think of Deep Space Nine, like uh, the whole trials and tribulations, like that. Yep. Uh, that episode just garnered so much because it was so cool to see everybody in those uniforms. And I just feel like if they can find a, a sweet spot without being too cliche to bring back some of that retro Star Trek feel, I feel like it's just going to be such a big win. Oh, yeah, totally. Yes, totally. And, it, and it's crazy. Like, you know, and I think with every season so far, I think with every season succeeding this one, it will be different every year yep. because Picard, because Picard did that. I mean, um, Discovery has done that. I mean, regarding like the way that the tag sequence plays and sort of like certain things that were present in the in the upcoming season, you know, like like the card is a shattered window. It starts with a shattered window and yep. and and sort of like that. And um and 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 Discovery, the the succeeding seasons after season one have always shown what's to come in that season like you know like like in this season it's the black dark matter anomaly and and stuff like that but before then it was in season three it was the time travel to the to the future and stuff like that so and, and it's just like and seeing all the aesthetics from the 32nd century so and that's pretty much so what much it is and come. i think so much to come yes so much star trek to come you know and the only one that hasn't changed its title sequence from year to year is is Lower Decks, but that's okay. But yeah. uh, I mean, it changed like one little aspect of it, but mm-hmm. between the season seasons one and two. But because in the first season it was Borg cubes and Romulan warbirds, in season two it's packed starships. So that's the only thing that was different. <laughs> I love I love the packwoods. I'm so glad that yeah. they. They had a resurgence. Yeah, and fleshed them out more in lower decks. I'm glad they did. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, 
regarding this title sequence. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing I it. Also, I'm looking forward, I'm to, looking forward to seeing the the original struggles with with different alien races. Like, you know, so much yep. of this lore in like all of the series of like this these once were our enemies or once were people that we struggled with. And it'll be it'll be cool to start seeing the origins of that fleshed out too. Yes. Especially um I mean I don't know because I don't know if they have um, brought back some of the Klingons. I don't know if they're gonna bring back Klingons because they didn't bring them back in Discovery. Yeah. So we're gonna see some original Disco- series Klingons. Yeah, we're gonna see that. I hope so. I mean, I know that they're trying to. I mean, I, I know Mary Chifo, who plays Laurel in this, in the first two years of D- Discovery, wants to be back for Strange New Worlds um, somehow. I mean, granted, we don't know if she came back at all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it could be just because of COVID, he, she couldn't fly to Toronto to do, mm-hmm. you know, do the do the stuff. But I mean, I mean, granted, now with COVID, you know, being under control, I have a feeling that could that could be possibly for season two. I mean, I mean, see more Klingons, obviously, because I think Discovery is trying to shy away from the Klingons. Yeah, this at least because of the very negative reaction to the first two years regarding how they looked. Yeah. I mean, I had no problem with it. Me I mean, personally, I, I, I didn't have a problem with it. The only My... problem I had, the only problem I had with the Kenzie was how they talked. Yeah. <laughs> My, My biggest the first... thing is, there should be yeah. diversity in the way that aliens like mm-hmm. they shouldn't uh, look at how different humans can look i'm like they're allowed to have different foreheads and face structures and colors yeah. and looks like not everybody necessarily has to look exactly the same and if they are it's like some weird break away from how the standard of how they look i'm like well what's the human standard look like how would you draw a human and they're like i i, I want to see that i want to see I want to see ones that have mutations, ones that have smooth foreheads. What about Klingons that have smooth yeah. foreheads or are born looking very different than their counterparts? Like, what's wrong with that? Let's see it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or maybe some are still bald. Who knows? Yeah, I know. I mean, That's why I, yeah. I, I'm so interested in, like, seeing the diversity of, like, you know, actually fleshing out quite literally aliens to look different than what they usually standardly look like so i feel like that takes away from me like me believing in the future and how we interact with aliens i'm like they're probably gonna look very different so i don't think any alien looks at one human and goes you guys look all exactly the same because we don't yeah and i'm like there are people with like missing appendages uh people who are blind people who have different colors of hair and clothes and like cultures Mm -hmm. everything and i'm like there's not really any way to be like that's what a human looks like it's like well everybody's got two arms two legs i guess for the most part if we're all gonna go humanoid but our face structures everything's so different so give them a break and i'm like i like it and so i hope we see that yeah, the only criticism I have for the first uh, for the first season of Discovery, for the Klingons especially, is the way they talk is because it felt like they were they were eating peanut butter peanut butter sandwiches. Wasn't and, there know, like a, you, a, a, a difficulty with uh, the makeup or something? The prosthetics they were wearing it was. Where it made them like unable to speak correctly. Yeah, it was. It was due to the, it was due to the makeup, and yep. but but it sounded like personally like. 
if you ate a peanut butter sandwich and had the some of it stuck to the roof of your mouth when you were eating yeah. it and try to talk, it, that's what it sounded like. I mean, that, that to me, that's what it sounded like. They had peanut butter in the roof of their mouths or they ate a peanut butter sandwich and had a piece of the sandwich stuck in their mouths and they couldn't get it out from the roof of their mouth. Um, and that, that was the only criticism I have uh, for the way the Klingons talked in Discovery. That was the only problem I have with it. Um, because it sounded it sound like very much, it found to me very comical. Yeah. And it wasn't. So, but I'm also hoping for um, for humor, a lot more humor. Yeah. I mean, granted, I, I think, I mean, Picard's getting there now regarding um, getting more humor in their in their season two of Picard, which was mm-hmm. something that that it lacked it a lot in season one of Picard. I think with like the actual group being together now and like you know. Mm-hmm relations have been made and people are comfortable with each other and now now there is that sense of humor and belonging and camaraderie mm-hmm. and like being able to kind of poke and nudge and laugh with each other now yeah and that's what i'm hoping that's what's going to happen with like like maybe here's what i'm also hoping too for strange new worlds um i'm also hoping for like and then you have an episode to be like some of the very classic endings of the original series you know like like they learn a lesson or they talk about the, the whole story, the whole situation they were in and stuff like that. And, you know, someone like starts like, there's no trouble at all. Or, you know, something like that. Or mm-hmm. like, or there was an episode of the original series where, Oh, captain, I refuse to sit here and be insulted. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I refuse to stand here and be insulted and walks away. Um, you know, uh, it's like, I'm hoping that we have those classic kind of endings, you know, regarding, and it makes you feel good. It makes yeah. you, make, makes you, makes you laugh and um, makes you feel good about yourself afterward. You know, that's what I'm hoping for as well. Cause you know, that's one thing that was very charming about the original series was those endings. Um, especially some of them with when it was just Kirk, Spock and McCoy. Yeah, um, like I think <laughs> Just, I think as long as the writers stay on target and know their audience, I think that it'll turn out really good. Yeah, so far they have been more... doing. They've been figuring out like the the tone for Star Trek and the range they have with that tone, with things like Lower Decks to Picard to Discovery, and being able to kind of adjust where needed and know what what voice they're missing. Which I think right now the voice that's missing is just that retro feel good of star trek so i think they'll tap it because none of the shows quite feel like you know like original series or like next generation type of like camaraderie yet i mean like some do like cards getting there discovery has its moments but there's still a lot more conceptual deeper more conflict driven like exploring very hard moments and so and Mm -hmm. then lower decks captures it but in a very like goofy like off the like over the top sense like not so much like they do have like their struggles but it, that's the closest thing I think I can find to like the feeling of the original series without it being like if you turned original series into slapstick that's like uh, the feeling of <laughs> yeah. I love but now it's like we have that chance to have the opening of like capturing original series vibes since it is leading up to that and hopefully they'll do a good job of that yeah 
Yeah, I'm hoping that's the case. I know regarding that because I, I think we need that now more than ever, especially given the events in the world and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And hopefully get that optimism back because, yeah, there are some optimistic moments in the other shows, um, especially in Discovery and in Lower Decks and you know the other shows as well. Definitely Prodigy, definitely show, definitely. Mm-hmm. But this one is definitely got to be this this optimism because the world is pretty much a dark place right now. We need Star Trek now yeah. more than ever. Okay, I think that's about it. Any final thoughts? I'm sure there's more to come around this conversation as time goes on. We get closer to the release date of May 5th. Yes, yes, definitely. Especially once a trailer, a full trailer comes out, we will definitely be following back up on this and, you know, do probably just one predictions episode because we're less than two months away. Yeah. But, but who knows? Um, I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see if we get we get we get a full trailer because um yeah, I mean I hope we get a lot of like the original series vibes, like you said, and all like regarding like the endings or you know, beaming down the planets and you know, you know, talking with the natives, that kind of thing. So Alright, so until next time, take care and live long and prosper. Live long and prosper.